0: Sharks have actually been around for nearly 400 million years. So to put that in perspective, they predate dinosaurs by almost 200 million years. And sometimes people don't recognize how, how ancient they are, but you know they have, they've been here in our oceans for, for eons. As an ancient creature that's been in the seas for this long, they play an integral role. They're one of the top predators, and so they keep mid-level predators in check. They act as a sort of garbage collector by taking out the weak and the sick. And what we've certainly seen through a lot of research that's been done, where you have some of the healthiest marine ecosystems, that's where you have plenty of sharks around. That really, having a large shark population helps ensure healthy coral reefs, healthy and balanced marine ecosystems. And that's one of the many reasons why it's worth having sharks stick around. The biggest misconception that people have of sharks is the idea that they're intentionally hunting us. Scientists have looked at this and there's plenty to suggest that in fact, When there is a shark strike, it's by accident that the shark is seeking some other prey. And in fact, humans often just aren't fatty enough, particularly to satisfy something like a white shark. So they engage in something called bite and spit. They often will take a bite. And when they realize that we're not fatty like a sea lion or a seal, they spit us out. And that's one of the most obvious ways we can tell that they're not going after humans specifically. One of the interesting things that I learned through researching this book is that all cultures don't view sharks the same way. If you look at particularly a lot of island cultures, they have detailed faith traditions that involve sharks and in many cases they have a much more nuanced complex view of sharks compared to say the West and how we see them here. When you look at, for example, Hawaiians, they had shark deities that they looked at in terms of protecting them and sometimes media justice, punishing some villages while sparing others. And in Papua New Guinea to this day, you have shark callers who summon sharks from the sea and use them as a way to communicate with their ancestors and to celebrate important events. One thing that's particularly exciting right now is that modern technology is allowing us to understand sharks in a way we haven't before. There are a number of innovations whether you're talking about satellite tags that help us track their movements underwater, accelerometers which actually is the same device that's used in the Nintendo Wii which can detect different motions that sharks are engaged in, or genetic analysis which is helping us unlock some of the mysteries of both how sharks have evolved and how we are in fact evolved from them. And so while it's still a challenge, there are many unanswered questions, some of the most cutting-edge technologies that we're doing today are allowing us to embark in really a golden age of scientific discovery when it comes to sharks. I think the Aquarium of the Pacific, as well as other aquariums, can play a critical role in challenging these misconceptions and myths that we have about sharks, and also bringing people face-to-face with sharks. I think when you look, actually, at one of the reasons that sharks scare us the most, it's the idea that they can strike at any moment out of the depth without warning. And certainly one of the things I was really struck by when I got in the water with sharks is how beautiful they are and how compelling they can be and arresting if you actually look th- look at them. And not everyone's going to have a chance to go scuba diving in remote areas the way I've been lucky enough to do. And so I think by making sharks more accessible and actually allowing people to connect to them visually, that's one of the major ways that we can really change the way people view sharks.